Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to The Treatment Room with Tess and Lauren, the podcast by estheticians, for estheticians, and those who seek to learn about their own skin from a professional's perspective. We're diving into our whys as licensed skincare therapists, sharing in our career journeys, and separating the gimmicks from the real heroes in skincare. Welcome to the treatment room. Hey everybody, welcome back to the treatment room with Tess and Lauren. Today, we are going to be covering a topic that a few of you have actually requested, and that is how to be more productive at school and in the workplace, how to be really organized and on top of your stuff so you can go into the school year set up for success. So, and just to kick it off, we thought we'd talk about a few things that are kind of getting us through quarantine, and then we will get into all of our tips for organization and productivity. Yes. So I think quarantine has just been such a weird situation, and it's kind of thrown everybody outside of their, you know, their norms. And even for me, like I've worked from home for two years. So for me, this isn't that much different, but it feels different. So One of um, the things that has been helping me get through quarantine is, and this is probably the biggest one, is taking walks outside. So, you know, of course, wearing a mask and, you know, walking around people so that you're not, you know, brushing shoulders with anybody. But, um, but yeah, getting outside, moving my body, and I've, I've been walking pretty much every single day, which I never used to do. I used to walk a couple times a week, but I'm going every single day. And especially now that the weather's nice. And getting the fresh air, the vitamin D, the sunlight, it is so refreshing. And I, I like look forward to it every single day. Oh, I love, I love a good walk. That's yeah. something I've been doing as well. And I've noticed even when I don't want to do it and I just push myself, put on my shoes, get mm-hmm. outside, it really makes, it makes all the difference. Yeah. It's a huge difference. And I always make sure to either listen to a podcast or um, an audiobook while I'm walking. So I love listening to music, of course, but when I'm walking, it's almost like, like I want to get out of my head and music gets boring for me after 45 minutes. So, yeah. So I'm listening to, well, at first I listened to a book called, um, oh shoot. What was it called? It was something about, uh, oh, it was called the year of less or something, which is funny because now the book that I'm listening to is called The Year of Yes. So, <laughs> um, um, but the the first one was by Kate Flanders and it was about, um, she did a, a shopping ban for a full year. So she was only allowed to like buy um, essentials. Yeah. It was like only groceries and like literally things she needed to survive. She had a list of things that she was allowed to buy. So like if something broke or died out, she was allowed to replace it. 
but only if she got rid of the the broken or worn out thing. So it was really interesting. So that one was great. And then I'm listening to The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes, who all my diehard Grey's Anatomy fans out there will know she's the creator of Grey's Anatomy and Scandal, Private Practice, and um, How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. And it's a really, really cool book. So I highly recommend both of those. But just listening to any audiobook, anything that gets you out of your head and puts you in a good, like frame of mind, I think is really helpful. Yes, I would agree. Okay, the thing, (laughs) mine is not as deep as yours, Lauren, but (laughs) gets me excited lately for just, okay, I feel like there are definitely days in quarantine when I just to be honest, like immediately my head goes to kind of like a dark space. And yeah, there's days where I'm, it's totally normal. And I'm, you know, just ready to take on the day. And then there's some days you're just like, what do I have to look forward to? Like my, the task list, task list I have like seems overwhelming. I'm not excited, but just creating a really good morning coffee has been honestly getting me excited to get out of bed and switching that up every now and then. So right now what I've been making is cold brew overnight. So I have that ready. And so it just, it takes out that step of like having to make the coffee. It's just cold and ready for ready to go. And I personally only like cold coffee. So have that ready to go. And then I add in my hazelnut nut pods creamer which is a dairy-free sugar-free creamer it's really yummy and then I add in cinnamon and this it's like a keto maple syrup with no no sugar like really low carb but it tastes just like maple syrup and then I stir it all up and it's kind of like a like a cinnamon toast crunch kind of taste but in coffee form it's really really good so that just gets me excited oh I love that that's something too like I I'm the same way like I love mornings because I love first of all I love breakfast it's my favorite meal and I love coffee like the ritual of it like waking up I take Chloe out I come back I sit down we have our coffee well me not her and (laughs) you know and then have breakfast like an hour or so later I love that I love the mornings Um, I didn't know breakfast was your favorite meal. It's my favorite meal, but it's hard because now that I don't eat eggs anymore, and I mean, it's been like two years since I've eaten eggs, so you'd think I'd be used to it by now, but like eggs are my favorite breakfast food, so I love like the traditional brunch of like a um, eggs Benedict or scrambled eggs with toast, like something like that, so I don't eat that anymore, Um, but I love toast and oatmeal. This morning I did like a chocolate peanut butter oatmeal and it was just like, so delicious. (laughs) That was amazing. I know, it's so good. So yeah, so my second thing that has been helping me through quarantine is starting my blog Um, because it's, yeah, because it's something new and exciting and um. And yeah, just like, it's kind of like just a little passion project, something that I can work on. There's no like deadlines. It doesn't feel like work. It's just like fun. And it's something that I can focus on and, you know, see results from and all that. So starting a blog, starting anything I feel like that you're passionate about is 
it helps your mental state immensely. Yes, I could not agree more. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have this as an outlet and YouTube and all that. So it's so boring. I'm really really happy that you're doing that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. My next thing that I've been doing, and I feel like (laughs) my boyfriend thinks I'm such a little weirdo, but I whip out my red light therapy and I do it in the morning and in the nighttime. And it's great for inflammation in the body and the skin redness boost collagen so I think it's not only the fact that it's treating my skin but it's just like it's carving out that time and space in the morning so I really encourage everyone to do that and kind of have that as like a little bookend for your morning and nighttime something for yourself I think it just, it kind of helps to remind you of that you're worthy of that time. So especially if you're like a busy, busy mom or just really busy with school, I encourage you to find something that you could do as just a little reminder of your self-worth and that you deserve that time to take care of yourself, whether it's gua sha or just a, a nice skincare routine in the morning, making a nice smoothie for yourself, a little yoga in the morning, mm-hmm. whatever it is for you. So that's that's kind of been nice for me. And it's like a nice ease into the day and a nice decompression at the end of the day. Yeah. I love that red light is, it's so preventative because I feel like sometimes when I use things that I associate with faster, you know, more like treatment results, I'm like just constantly looking and waiting and trying to see, do I see a difference here? Do I see a difference there? So there's something really like nice about a red light therapy or something that's like very preventative that you don't see immediate results from. And you know, you're not going to see immediate results from because it just is like, it becomes more about feeling good in that moment and knowing that that will pay off later on. You know what I mean? So you're not like yeah. looking and speculating and is the spot yeah. lighter or, <laughs> you know. Right. right. No, I actually love that. I yeah. think it, yeah, it kind of takes the vanity out of, out of the skincare right. routine. It's just like, it's, you know, it's kind of like putting a little bit of trust in it. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So my last one is, um, trying new recipes. So Tess and I were talking about this just a few minutes ago, but like, you know, we've all been home for so long and I have not been ordering food. I know a lot of people have, but personally I have not, um, mostly just, you know, to save money and, and all that. So eating my own food and things that I've cooked for myself, gets really boring, (laughs) especially after, you know, six weeks of, you know, eating my own food. So something that I've been trying to do is like every week when I go to the grocery store, um, picking out a new recipe that I want to try and whether that be a dinner recipe, a lunch recipe, a baked good, something like that. Like I always try to, um, I've been trying to find a new recipe to try to kind of just like keep things interesting. And I, love food. I love to cook. So having something and I, you know, love to eat. So having something that fingers crossed turns out good is it's super satisfying and it's just exciting. Cause then, you know, you get to eat it every day and I just, ugh, I love it. I love trying new recipes. Yeah. And I think especially living or being alone right now, Lauren, mm-hmm. for you, I think that's, that's great because I think 
making food and preparing food can become really mundane just in general, especially when you're just, you know, in your four walls and, you know, don't have a ton of exciting things going on. I think it's nice to have meals that you can look forward to. Yeah, totally. Okay. My last thing is just a little makeup item. It is this Mm -hmm. amazing concealer I've just recently discovered you guys I've always been somebody who's struggled with concealers because I'm a somewhat dry skin type and especially that skin under the eyes for me it's always very dry and sometimes I feel like I'm (laughs) one of the few people who's like this but I can't use like baking powders like I can't do powder under the eye and I've really struggled with finding a good concealer so this concealer is the Bare Minerals Bare Skin Concealer. It's so dewy and creamy. It almost feels like an under eye cream. It's super blendable. And I've actually been kind of finding lately in quarantine, this ties into one of my tips, but I've been liking getting ready just a little bit. And I think what's incredible about mineral makeup is I think a lot of people say they feel guilty about putting makeup on the skin. And with mineral makeup, you don't have to feel guilty because it has a lot of healing benefits for the skin. And it can actually be very preventative in terms of um, kind of providing an extra shield from the external elements, if you're outside, whatever, free radicals. And it was interesting. I know Renee Rouleau says one of the things that's kept her skin so youthful and helped her with anti-aging is actually wearing makeup every day. So that's just, it, it goes to show like it doesn't have to be damaging. I've heard her say that before and I find it so interesting and it makes complete sense when you think about it because it's kind of like, it's like a shield on your skin. Yeah, Narada, Narada Joy actually says the same thing. She's worn makeup every day for her whole whole life. Oh my gosh. Um yeah, so it's just I think that's really interesting and yeah. I wonder what their thoughts on are on types of makeup because I know mm-hmm. Renee talks about like all different brands across the board being protective. And I have kind of conflicting feelings about that because I I do see with my clients makeup causing problems in the skin. But for that reason, that's why I'm a big fan of mineral makeup. And this this concealer is mineral makeup. So it's been just, I don't know, it's been kind of uplifting. I feel like I've had tired under eyes, a lot of like puffiness from allergies and salt and to be honest, like some tears. (laughs) So (laughs) put on some concealer and feel a little bit more human. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so, so one, one year when I was at Stagecoach, I think it was the first year I ever went, I had started wearing, um, a new foundation and it was the Estee Lauder double wear foundation. Mm. Yeah. I remember you telling me about this. Oh yeah. And so, okay. Yeah. So I started wearing this foundation and, um, and mind you, I was young. I think I was like 21. So don't, don't do what I'm about to tell you. But, um, so I obviously put on SPF, but I put my foundation on and then I didn't reapply my sunscreen at all 
throughout the day. And I mean, we were out there in the sun for probably from like noon until the sun went down. No hat, like, like I said, don't do what I'm saying. (laughs) But, um, but I was so shocked because I did not get sunburned at all. And I, I don't burn super easily, but my face definitely is more sensitive to a sunburn than the rest of my body is. So I was definitely expecting thinking the next day, like, crap, I didn't put on any sunscreen. Like that was not good. I'm probably burned, but I wasn't at all. And I swear to you, it's because the foundation is so thick and like such a shield that I think it truly protected my skin in a weird way. Wow. I know. Yeah. You know, I think it's important for people to realize like just in general, makeup does not have enough SPF to be protective on a daily basis. But I think that's, I think that's really interesting and there's something to it. I would like to take more of a deep dive into that topic sometime. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So those are our little tips for just what's been kind of brightening up our mood and getting us through quarantine, we will kind of segue into the bulk of this episode, which is productivity tips and hacks. Lauren and I will kind of switch off here and share some of our tips that we have just used over the years in college, in jobs, in esthetician school. Okay, so I'll kick it off. And I want to talk about, I think, just the value of having a clean space. I know this isn't anything Mm -hmm. super novel to talk about, but I do something I call like a little AM and PM clean. And in the nighttime, it's more of like a deep clean. You know, I take everything off of the counters and I will go you know, throughout the house and like really, especially in quarantine, make sure the space is deep cleaned and ready for the next day. Then I find in the morning, like we make breakfast, we're moving things around. So I like to just kind of go through the house. Like it's nothing major. It takes 10 to 15 minutes. I make sure I just, I clean the the countertops, the bathroom. I straighten any little blankets. I get my pillows situated And I'll probably like light a few candles like I did this morning. I just make sure it feels really just clean. And one thing I find in general is having a workspace that's simple. For example, my desk, I I was realizing this week I had so many items on my desk that like on first glance, they're fine. It doesn't look crazy messy. But when I sit down and get to do my work, for example, I have nail polish next to me. And that's kind of a distraction when I'm working on the computer. I think, oh, I could just paint my nails right now. (laughs) (laughs) I found just making your desktop really simple and clean, only having, you know, your pens, your mouse and your keyboard, your printer, and then everything else, headphones, little gadgety items, paper, like put that all away into Mm -hmm. folders so that when you sit down, you can really get to the heart of what you want to do and just have that mental clarity. Yeah. I think there have, I think there's been studies like it's, it's my mom's really into, um, feng shui and she always tells me that physical clutter is mental clutter. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, when you have so many things, like you said, it's just like, 
it's hard to focus on one thing. Um, and I think this is, I mean, it's a very minimalist, you know, idea. And I was actually just watching a YouTube video, um, from this girl. I don't know who she is cause I don't follow her channel. It just like was a recommended video, but she was, um, talking about things that she doesn't buy anymore. And one of the things was like home decor and like trinkets and things because she's like, it, you know, when you first get it, it's like, Oh, exciting. How cute. But then after like two weeks, it just, you know, becomes part of your background, you know, and it doesn't necessarily, you know, hold that same feeling or that doesn't really spark joy anymore, if you will. And, um, yeah, so she was saying she doesn't buy that stuff anymore. And it just kind of, I think also points to the fact that like just keeping things clean is just mentally more calming. Yeah. And this is kind of like been something that comes up with my boyfriend and I during quarantine because we're, I think we're just a little different. Like he's clean and organized, but I think like a lot of guys, like not to the extent I am where after every meal, like I want the counters completely clean. Like Mm -hmm. they're white. I don't want any dirt distraction. Like I just want to feel, especially when I'm starting the day, like I have that fresh slate in front of me. So I encourage you guys at home when you're going home to, to do work or, you know, when you're in your classroom, like on your desk, you know, make your space just clean, simple, nice. You don't need like empty Starbucks cups and all this stuff out. Oh, yeah. I think the the simpler, the better. So that's my one tip. Make your space clean and just appealing to be in. Yeah, perfect. So my first productivity tip that has helped me throughout esthetician school, throughout high school, throughout um, college, everything has been to keep a planner so that you can manage your time. So when I was in school, I would, I mean, I've always kept a planner. Um, you know, when you're in high school or middle school and they give you a planner, um, for school so that you can write out your classes and all that kind of stuff. I always used mine and I had friends that didn't. And I was just like, how in the world do you even remember like when a test is or anything like that, when assignments are due, So I think that keeping a planner, it helps. And again, this, I think goes back to your like mental clarity. It helps you plan things out and know exactly what you need to do and when you need to do it. So for instance, if I had a paper when I was in college, if there was a paper due, I would put it in my calendar and then in my planner. And then I would write out like, okay, I want to write my intro on this day. I want to write my first paragraph on this day. I'll focus on this, blah, blah, blah. Or like, I'll do my research all on this day, whatever it is. And that way it helps you not feel so overwhelmed and feel like you really have a handle on things. And you're not like, holy cow, the test is in two days and I haven't started studying. It's like, or this, you know, paper is due tomorrow and I only have the intro written. It's like, I had so many friends and not to say that that never happened to me. Cause I mean, God knows. (laughs) I had those moments probably more often than I'd like to admit. Um, But just being able to keep that planner and like being able to see things, I think helps declutter your mind almost. You get it out of your mind and onto the paper and then you're good to go. Yes, I think absolutely. There's something to be said for just old fashioned, Mm -hmm. having a notebook, a planner, whatever it is, writing things down. I know for me, that's really important. And I can tend to veer towards being one of those people who keeps things in my head. So Mm -hmm. I 
think that's a great tip. That actually kind of leads into the next thing I want to talk about, which is the Ivy Lead method. And I'm going to go over what that method is. It's something that has been talked about by The Skinny Confidential and Tim Ferriss. But in case you guys hadn't heard of it, we wanted to bring it up because I think it can be really helpful. So what it is, is basically just writing six things down for the next day in order of importance. And then when you look at that list the next day, starting with the hardest task. So basically what I do is I keep a whiteboard on my fridge. I found that at the end of the day, I was really tired and I didn't, the last thing I wanted to do after like deep cleaning my whole apartment, making dinner and getting ready for bed was sit down at my desk and just pull out a notebook and write things down. I just found myself not doing it for some reason. So I found a whiteboard at the dollar store. Actually, I put it on my fridge and I started writing my list there. That way when I'm done, you know, getting ready for bed. It's just easier for me for some reason to write my six things down on the fridge. And in the morning when I'm naturally in the kitchen, I just kind of, I see it first thing. So I'll just, I'll kind of do a deep dive again on what Ivy Lee method is. So you're going to write down the six most important things you need to accomplish tomorrow. Do not write down more than six tasks. And you're going to prioritize those six items, again, in order of their most importance. So when you arrive the next day at work or at your desk, you're only going to focus on the first task and you're going to work on the first task until it is finished before you move on to the next task. So then you're going to approach the rest of your list in the same fashion. At the end of the day, you're going to move any unfinished items, any things that you didn't get to because, again, you were only focusing on getting through those tasks numerically, you're going to move those to a new list of the six tasks for the next day and then just repeat this process every working day. It was really interesting when I was doing kind of research on the Ivy Lee method Charles Schwab hired this person, Ivy Lee, who's like a productivity expert, to come into his business and start implementing it. And apparently it was completely transformative. I think it really has a lot of value because I think we can get so caught up with a bunch of tasks in our heads. And for me, for example, I I just can get really like scatterbrained and I will start doing one thing and then I think about something else and I'm doing YouTube and then I start thinking about podcast stuff or I think about stuff I need to do for my family business. So if I can just make a clear cut list and not move on until I finish the first thing, that's really, really important in terms of actually getting things done. Because if you just do six things halfway, you really haven't gotten anything done per se. Yeah. I think there's, I think there's so much like focus and attention on multitasking these days and like being super ultra productive and getting all these things done and, and all that. And I just like, I don't think that that's the best way to do things. Um, you know, because 
I was reading something the other day that was saying that um, when you're multitasking or say you're, you know, working on something work related and then you go check your phone or you scroll through Instagram for a second and then you come back. It, I, I guess they've done studies that show that it takes your brain like up to 30 minutes to fully get back focused on what you were doing before you stop to check your phone. So it's like writing out those tasks and focusing on one at a time as opposed to jumping around is probably like so much more efficient. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm really glad you brought that up, Lauren, because I think, yeah, there is so much like praise around multitasking and listening to other podcasts on productivity. It's something I, it's like a theme I hear come up a lot. Like Mm -hmm. for example, when you're getting your nails done, like work on something else when you're getting a facial, you know, do all your emails. It's Mm -hmm. like, maybe if you just gave yourself that hour to reboot, you could come back totally refreshed and then give yourself another hour to do your emails. Like I understand some people are so crazy busy, but then it's like, maybe the problem is you're taking on too much. Like if you can't give yourself the time for that activity, that's supposed to be rejuvenating, you know, like kind of, just you're really not getting that out of that activity. If you're going, you know, having a facial or getting your nails done, if you're purely getting your nails done just so that your nails look good, then do something else while you're doing that. That's fine. But if you're going there for the intention of like having some me time, relaxing a little bit, and then you add in your emails or whatever else, it's like, okay, you're probably not doing your emails to their fullest ability because you're worried about this lady, you know, messing up your feet or cutting you or whatever. And then at the same time, if you're there also for some relaxation, you're probably not getting your full relaxation because you're, you know, you're thinking about your emails. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I personally, like, I can't give, it's like you're giving 50% of yourself to one task. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, what's that saying? It's like a jack of all trades is a master of none. Totally. And I feel like a master of none, honestly, on the days when I'm, my head is scrambled and I'm just running around trying to do a ton of things. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of efficiency, that kind of leads me into my number two productivity tip, and that's take efficient notes. So when you're in school, I am the ultimate culprit of this, because when I was in school, um, whether it was esthetician school or university, everything my professor said, I felt like was extremely important (laughs) and I needed to write everything down. And, you know, when I'm reading a textbook or something like that, I'm the person that highlights like the entire page. And that is just so not efficient and not helpful in the slightest. So, and again, I am not really an expert on how to take efficient notes, but I do know that this would have helped me a lot. So I would encourage you all to Um, especially now, like if you're, you know, getting ready for esthetician school to start um, for the first time or getting back into it after quarantine. I think that, you know, um, look up on YouTube or Google. I know there's books out there on this, but like learn how to take efficient notes so that when you're studying, you're not studying and memorizing every single line of your textbook. Like, you know, learn how to pick, pick out the most important things so that you are studying efficiently and you're not basically wasting your time. 
Lauren, I think that's such a great point. I think the point of notes is that they're clear and concise and you never want to be that person in school who's asking the, the teacher to repeat the last, you know, three PowerPoint slides and, you know, the person who wants 10 minutes to write down every single point mm-hmm. of the PowerPoint, you know that person. Yeah. But yeah. I think <laughs> <laughs> I am her. I think the point is just like, making it so that when you go back to study that you look not that you look forward to but I mean it's just like easy to break down what you were learning and it's not so overwhelming that you're like okay great now I have to reread an an essay a novel that I wrote about the class right exactly well and one thing I want to add on to that too is if you are like me and you don't want to miss a single word what I started doing was recording all my lectures when I was in school So I didn't feel like I had to type out every single thing that I was hearing in real time. I knew like, okay, if I miss something, I do have the recording. And then that way I felt freed up to just write down what I felt was most important. Um, So I think that that does help too. If you, if you are so much like me and you feel like you absolutely do do not want to miss anything, um, definitely look into like, I know MacBooks because that's what I use. You can record on your MacBook and it'll actually like sync up with your notes if you use, um, this like specific notes app. So, um, yeah. So anyways, I think that that is a perfect place to kind of cap this off. We have a lot more tips, so we're going to, um, do a part two to this. So, um, yeah. So let us know what you guys think. We hope that you enjoyed this and we hope that you found some value in it in how to kind of organize yourself and, and stay productive without feeling overwhelmed while you're in school, no matter what school it is, or if you're just working, you know, and you want to make sure that you need to, that you get everything done that you need to do without driving yourself into the ground. Totally. I think these are just, I think it can be valuable for anyone, even if you're the most organized person with the most perfect planner, it's always good to hear tips and hear what other successful people like doing. Yep. Exactly. So thanks everybody. Um, Leave us a review if you feel so inclined and we will talk to you guys in the next one.